Welcome everybody to the Sports Ethos Toronto Raptors podcast. And once again, I'm your host, Ben Storchini. But in this world, in this galaxy, in this nebula, you can call me Any Raptor fan can tell you instantly where they were the night Vince took over Oakland at the dunk contest. Shaq with the handicam, KG going nuts, J-Kid confused as hell. These pictures are imprinted in my mind. Me personally, that moment, I was in college at my residence, in my roommate's dorm room. Not much money to my name, except my student loans, which at that point were almost already gone. So the drink I was enjoying at that moment was a $2.75 melted ice warm Colt 45. (laughs) And I was already past that message. Remember that message you got past half? You look inside the bottle, there would be a message on the inside of the sticker. So at that point, I had that funky feeling in me. Funky feeling in me. My roommate was sitting on his desk chair. And I was sitting on the edge of the bed. We had no idea what to expect. And we were watching this one on one of those old school small ass TVs. I think it was a so I don't even remember, but it was small. So it wasn't even that clear. But I'll never forget the moment Vince did that first dunk. I jumped out of my soul with my hands on my head. I knew I was watching something no one had ever seen before. I've never jumped out of myself with zero control out of my body like I did at that, at that exact moment. Not just that moment, the entire night. Every damn donkey did. I lost control. With the cold 45 or not in me. The shock and the awe of the entire show was once in a lifetime. And at at that exact moment, the city of Toronto, the Toronto Raptors as a franchise, the country of Canada, we were legit. A basketball country was born that night. Toronto was it from that moment forward. Cue the Janet Jackson on Letterman. I'm listening to Glenn Lewis right now. The Back for More video with Cardi and VC in it. Toronto was it. Nothing was ever the same after that night. And it all happened at NBA All-Star Weekend. Weekend. And after that night, many more Raptors stepped on that All-Star court representing the Toronto Raptors. The city. The country. DeMar held it down. And really, he should have won that dunk contest if it wasn't for those visual props that started to take over. Which was gross. (laughs) <laughs> to this day, I still feel like DeMar is actually from Toronto and not LA. He truly encapsulates, he, he truly does encapsulate this city. And if you ask any Raptor fan, they'll tell you so quick and so fast, they would have him back in any shape, form, or fashion at any point, at any time with open arms. It's real love. Love. Cal Lowry. Most contest as the greatest Raptor ever after that championship. Stepped on that all-star court plenty of times with that Kyle Lowry personality we all grew to love. The all-star game and weekend is a staple in the basketball ethos as that weekend. 
that weekend the best of the best get their chance to be under the biggest basketball spotlight of their lives. But it made me think about the flip side. Beyond the glitz, the glamour of it all, what really makes an all-star outside of the court without the basketball? That dad who takes his kid to the court religiously encouraging every single shot. (laughs) That just jarred a memory, actually. This is something I definitely didn't have on my end. My dad took me maybe, no, he took me once to shoot around. And he was wearing a leather jacket. He took me to shoot around this one day. He had that shooting stroke. You know that shooting stroke where you cock the ball way back behind your head? That's how dads shoot. The dads who don't know how to play basketball, they just cock it way back. You know what I'm talking about. He had, he had that, that shooting stroke. But he still thought he was slick, talking trash to his 11-year-old son like, See that boy? Swish. Swish. But he hit the side of the backboard. <laughs> A little sidetrack there. What about the single mom or single dad working two jobs to pay for daycare, food, life in general, taking care of the kids, 100% unselfish daily moves and decisions made every single day? And getting by with a smile. Tired red eyes. That friend that never loses touch and always checks in. Even though you don't see each other as much anymore. But it feels like you do. Just with those check-ins. Those nurses and doctors. Holding it down in the hospitals during a pandemic we didn't even see coming. When the whole world was scared as shit. And had no clue what was going on. They held it down. The teachers who had to teach kids over computer screens. I mean, I could go on and on and on, but I won't. Because I want to dedicate this episode to a friend of mine who was a true all-star, a real all-star. He passed away during the pandemic to cancer. The last time we spoke over the phone, he, he was actually getting treatment. He told me, I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm good. Then he passed on. He worked for the TTC, loved his old school R&B, Teddy P, 50-50 love, and of course sports. Jason was a dedicated, fully respected, loved football coach in Scarborough. He spent most of his free time helping the kids achieve their goals and and just being there for them. I mean, he, he used to take me to North York. He's like, Ben, come with me. I want, I want you to come and help me with these kids with basketball. Teach them how to shoot right. Teach them how to shoot right, Ben. He's you know, this guy, I can shoot. <laughs> He's like, Ben, come with me. He introduced me to that feeling of coaching, which you, you just can't compare. Jason Clark would have loved this show, man. He was a huge Raps fan. And I hope he's listening right now. Because you surely missed, Jay. And this one's for you, dude. A true all-star. That's what makes an all-star. Now to the game summary. Raptors 123. The Orlando Magic 113. As I was watching this game, I was trying to think to myself, how, how can I compare this... How can I summarize this game? 
And as I was watching, I just noticed that everyone was smiling. To me, the love for the game came back to the Raptors. That pure joy of just playing, just playing the game before the agents, before the contracts, before the shoe deals, before the bright lights, where it was just you and the basketball, just you and your dreams, going out and playing in the dark before cell phones had flashlights. Just one street light that made me just down the block and you're just getting enough light so you can shoot. Telling yourself, well, this will do me good when the lights are on. Commenting in your head, commentating in your head, doing it out loud or in your head. I mean, I used to play in my room. You talk about love for the game. I, I, I can still remember playing in my room daydreaming. I, I didn't have a Nerf, Nerf net. I didn't have one of those nets. I had a iron hanger that I would bend into a circle, jam it into the top of my door, close my door, roll up some socks, and just go into my head. I was Michael Jordan playing the Trailblazers. I was Jordan against Clyde Drexler in my room, commentating the game to myself, fade away onto my bed. That was the pure love for the game. Just Nothing else matters at that exact moment. Nothing else matters. And I saw that vibe last night in Toronto. I saw the players smiling. They were just playing. It's like they were kids again. They were just letting everything else in their life just go away for those two hours. And just playing. Not thinking about anything else. Not thinking about what people are saying on Twitter. Not thinking about what people are saying on Instagram. Just you, the basketball, and the net. That's it. And your teammates. Your coaches. I used to do that when life would be kicking me down. Issues with my girl, whatever. I would just go to the basketball court by myself. Just shoot around, clear my head. Come back and just feel better. Just have that clarity. Just, But that was just me and the basketball court. It was just me and my basketball and that was it. That's all I needed. And that's what the Raptors needed. They needed to get away from all of the noise, get away from all of the pressure, and remember how much they actually loved the game. And I saw that last night. I saw it. I saw it in their eyes. I saw it in their mannerisms. I saw it in the way they were playing, how they were playing off of each other, that extra pass, the way they were running, the way they were, they were fighting. And it's not like the Magic weren't fighting. The Magic were scratching. They were clawing. They were... They were going at it just as hard. But the basketball gods were shining bright last night in Toronto. The Raptors won this one. And as I was watching it, I knew there was no chance. Magic didn't have a chance. This was just that type of night. That type of night where you sit in your room. I used to sit in my room as a kid. I have a box of slam magazines, cutting up pictures, making collages, and just daydreaming. Maybe one day I could be, I could be like Larry Johnson. Maybe one day I could be like Michael Jordan. Maybe one day I could be like Charles Barkley. That joy like Arthur Agee on Hoop Dreams when he was at that, that basketball camp and out of all the kids, he got called out to go shoot around with Isaiah Thomas. Remember that joy, that smile he gave? That, that love for the game where nothing else matters. Your lights could be cut. 
your parents could be having issues, your parents are fighting at home, God knows what. But you go out onto that basketball court and nothing else matters. And that's what the Raptors did. And that's a scary thought for the rest of the league. Because if this becomes the trend for the Toronto Raptors, if this becomes the trend for the Toronto Raptors, that playoff push I was talking about, it's over. It's over. Good luck. So who comes in the way of this push? I just love basketball. And I saw that last night. I saw that love for the game came back. Raps, love, Raps and harmony. And harmony. Now to the Orlando Magic. 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 This team is a feisty bunch. They show a ton of heart, a ton of guts. Is not much quit on this team. <laughs> Super cliche. But the eye test, like they say, the eyes don't lie, Chico. And my eyes didn't lie with Markel Fultz on this night. 19, 6, 5, 1 and 2 on 7 of 15 shooting. And as a basketball fan in general, I'm just glad to see that he's healthy for one and that he has that confidence back. Orlando has rebirthed his confidence. I'm just glad his Philly years didn't destroy him because I was afraid it destroyed him. They'd never come back. But you can see he's got plenty of game left to play. He had a monster dunk too. I can't remember who he dunked over. But... A salute to you, Markel Fultz. Next up, Mo Wagner, the brother of Franz Wagner, his teammate. But Mo Wagner plays a different game than his brother Franz. Moritz played 16 minutes. And what'd he do, Mo? He didn't do nothing but be a pest and complain to the referees all game for calls. But I'm not going to lie. I kind of like him. <laughs> I kind of like I like them in Washington. Because Mo is the type of dude every team needs. Every team needs that pest. That Darcy Tucker. That Pat Bev. That Tony Allen. Actually, I'm going to stop right now. Because I am not putting Mo Wagner on a list with Tony Allen. He's not there yet. So I take that back. My point is, he brings the other side of the sandpaper to this team. And it's a perfect fit. So again, I salute to you. Moritz, 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 Moritz. And lastly, Jalen Suggs, the man the Raptors didn't draft. Finished with 24, 2, 4, 2. On 75% shooting. This guy loves to show out against the Raptors. He loves to show the Raptors brass. You may have wanted to pick me in the draft. He looked really good this night. And he does show a lot of class. Had a lot of good things to say about the Raps post game. Talking about Pirtle, this and that. I hope he puts together the package 
in full in the next couple of years because he's been real up and down and inconsistent and injuries have been putting him down. I hope he puts it all together because he seems like a good kid. He's got game. It's obvious. Put it together. Stay healthy. I'm rooting for the kid. Other than that, I see a bright future for this team. I do. Got a lot of length, a lot of heart. Like I said, I'm jump. I see a bright future for this team. I'll leave it at that. Now for the Toronto Raptor. Raptor. All good vibes this game. Everyone seemed to get that reminder of how much fun basketball can be. And where else better to start than Yucca Purtle? Yak Diesel. Yak Diesel. Yak Diesel. Listen, Rap sent Yak away for a championship and to get trained for four years under one of the best coaches in the game, Pop. Then they bring him back. Then bam, 30 points. Bam, six blocks. Bam, 15 of 17 shooting 88%. Fourth player since 1973-74 to reach these thresholds. The entire league took notice after this. This move bringing back Jakob is yet another piece of evidence that Masai Ujiri is playing 8D interstellar parallel universe hundreds of other Masais making the same moves chess. That's what some would call foresight, 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 foresight. Next up, Fred. F-R-E-D? You got it. You spelt his name right. Fred had 10 points, but 15 assists. Kyle Lowry, Jose Caron, Damon Stoudemire hold the record for the Raptors for assists at 19 in a game. So Fred was knocking at that whole Joe door for that record. But I like this game from Fred. When he plays like this, it helps the t- it helps the team tank top mesh. It helps them find themselves. It calms things down, facilitate control. We all know you can get yours, Fred. I'll leave it at that. Let's get to a Jeff Doughton Jr. update. Uh, Jeff Doughton Jr. update. Here's my Jeff Doughton Jr. update. I've been calling from the top of a mountain for JDJ to get some minutes. Get some minutes. Nick, give him some minutes off the bench. And Nick did it. He gave him almost 10 minutes. Not much was done. He snatched a steal and a board. But I was just glad to see he got some minutes. And I'm hoping this becomes a trend. Because I... El Hupo stand firm on my JDJ take. This dude is a gem. Is a gem. Is a gem. Is a gem. Scotty Barnes, 17, 6, 6, 1, and 2. Just another beauty from four. Precious Achua. Listen, some thought he was going to take a hit with Pirtle coming back. 
But this dude keeps rolling. He looked great out there. There was one sequence where Pirtle blocked a shot. Orlando got it back. Went back into the paint. Precious came in and blocked that shot. Two blocks in a row. This showed me and showed everybody else how dangerous this could end up being for any team. You're going to have to second guess every single time you decide to drive against the Raptors. Into the paint, that is. If these two boys are down there. All in all, this was just one of those feel-good games. This was one of those, I'm sitting on a beach when I used to drink. Rum bunch. Relaxing. I'm just going to crawl into the water and crawl out. Another drink, please. Si, senor. Good old-fashioned. Good old-fashioned. Good vibes. Good vibes. Now, to one of our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Mamma Mia Supplements. New and improved pre-workout called Purple Rain. Are your workouts slipping? Yes. Do you lack energy? Yeah. Are you missing that earth, wind, and fire in your sets? Yeah. Well, it sounds like it's time to bring back that funk to your gym with Mamma Mia's new and improved pre-workout formula. Purple Rain. The best part of this pre-workout is when you're done, just sprinkle a bit on your tennis shoes and poof, you're back home, leaving only a purple cloud of smoke at the gym floor. Leaving people like, where'd it go? Sounds awesome. Bring back that funk. With Purple Rain. rain. What are yours now? And just so you know, that ad wasn't real. And if you thought it was, you really got to get your life together. Get your life together. What's next for the Toronto Raptors? Well, next game is February 23rd at home against the New Orleans No Limit Soldiers. Raps hope to get bout it, bout it, and rowdy, rowdy this game. Yep, I was a huge Master P No Limit fan growing up. Let me see. This is for the bourbons and the Cadillacs. Is there a heaven for a gangster, 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 uh, Mr. Ice Cream Man, Mr. Ice Cream Man. Hit the block dressed in white with some baggage of bows, a pocket full of stones, three G's and trying to lose his. Anyways, (laughs) remember when Master P almost played for the Raptors? Man, what could have been? But my L hope is the Raps continue on this wave they're riding right now against the Pelicans and continue this playoff push to the end. Which made me think, I was wondering, I was thinking, what if this past All-Star break, Coach Nurse took a trip on his own, packing just a headband and his guitar into the deep jungles of the Amazon for a full-blown ayahuasca retreat for his vacation. Now just imagine, Nick comes back with just one song. Just one song he came out of the experience with. And his plan is to play that one song to the team at their first meeting after the break. And watch 
that one single mind-blowing song ends up pushing the Raptors deep into the playoffs. It's just a thought. It's just a thought. And you never know. Oh, and B.S., congrats to Dame with the three-point contest win, and congrats to Mac McClung, or Doogie Hauser, as my wife called him. She said while we were watching, can we tweet him or something to tell him to get a haircut? Mac was looking like, a, like he got a $10 top cuts job from Gerard Square. But jokes aside, Mac fully deserved that dunk contest crown. He didn't miss one dunk and did things at his size that isn't easy. And I'm personally the exact same size as Mac. I'm 6'2 and a bit, and I'm sitting at about 185 pounds. So watching him do what he did made me think, should I have bought those jump soles out of Slam Magazine as a kid? Man, I would have took the shin splint, uh, the, what do you call it? The shin splints for that crown. Anyways, see you next time, my fellow dino stars, dino stars, dino stars. Thanks for listening, everyone. This has been a Sports Ethos presentation of the Toronto Raptors podcast. I'm your host, Ben Stortini, and you can find me on Twitter, of course, at El Hoopo. Raps, love, and harmony.